Why do we go down this tangent? <laughs> you definitely put me on the spot. Welcome to Why Cold ID, the youth cultural identity program by young women discussing current issues and gender disparity in the sound production industry. Be the one who made the collective vision come to fruition. Brought to you by the Department of Communities and Justice, River FM and the Art House. It's a long way to the shop if you want a sausage roll. Hello, welcome to River FM, or welcome back to River FM if you've been listening. This is Janelle with Wycult ID. I have Tilly and Bianca here with me today, and that we are going to be talking about all things socialisation. So, Tilly and I in the past have had conversations about screens, you know, screen addiction, too much screen action. And actually, whilst we're about it, let's introduce Tilly and Bianca. Hello, Tilly, Bianca. Hello, Janelle. Hi. Okay, so hi, girls. Yeah, um, this is Bianca's first time on Wycult ID. Mm-hmm. Are you excited? Yeah, definitely. So Wycult ID, for those who have only just started listening to our Sunday show, is a youth cultural identity. So it's all about, and also not only just youth cultural identity, it's women and young girls. So initially I got this project funded by the Department of Communities and Justice, thank you very much. And that was to address the gender disparity in the music sound production industry between men and women. Oh, Bianca, did you know that what, how about I ask you, I'll put you straight on the spot, what percentage do you think it would be men to women um, who get jobs in the sound industry? Men, 80%, women around 20. That'd be nice, wouldn't it? Even though that's a bit shit. Mm. Mm, no, it's 97% men. Oh. Oh. Yeah. It's <laughs> atrocious, isn't it? Yeah. It's- yeah, so um, we're trying to address that here by inviting yeah. women and young girls and to think about what that'll do for your career for the future. There's so many aspects you can go into film. You could stay with radio. You could go into podcasting, which we are also doing as part of this project. And also it has other aspects such as music creation and you could be a sound engineer at either live gigs or in production. That's where the big bickies are. That's um, that's making music for famous people mm-hmm. or mixing it really, yeah. Welcome back to Why Cult ID with Janelle, Tilly and Bianca. Very good. What are we talking about today, Tilly, now that you're in the chair? We're talking about all things socialisation, especially over the Christmas holidays. Yes, and not just for the lonely, but for all people, but specifically for the purposes of this program, we're going to talk about women and young girls. Yeah. Because that's what we're all about here at Wycult ID. And so... I was thinking, I remember when I was your age, a large part of my socialisation was just school. Mm. So do you feel like after a full week of school you want to just be on your own and you've had enough peopling or do you feel like, oh, I've got to see my girlfriends on the weekend? It depends how, like, social I've been during the week. Like, when I was seeing Bianca this weekend because she doesn't go to my school... I was so excited to see her. Mm. Yeah. Mm. And then also, 
at the end of the big holidays, all I want to do is go back to school and see my friends. Yeah. And I don't know if this has entered your frame of reference yet, but but some people who have nine to five jobs that work with their colleagues and enjoy those colleagues may have a similar association, but a lot of people don't have those type of jobs and a lot of people don't even have jobs. So that's where socialisation can fall by the way and people can get very lonely, especially for the elderly. So... But it's relevant for young people during the school holidays because they don't get to see their friends every day. So what are some of the ideas that we thought about in regards to socialising that doesn't have to involve your screen? Yeah, so you showed us a little a little new website called... Meetup. Meetup. That's actually an old one, but there are some new ones. Yeah, Meetup. But it's a new concept to you. Yeah. So you can find groups of interest so it's it's it is an app so ironically enough through screens you can meet people in real life and you put in your interests and then the algorithm will pop up what's in your local area um for instance there was a big i put in comedy so there is a big gig coming up in ballina um over the weekend that's an example it did bring up one what was your first red flag when I said through the internet you can meet new people? It's like, it's a bit like dangerous to just meet random people in real life. You don't know where you're, who you're mm. going to see. Yeah. And why do you think that? Because, well, if I was to use it as a 15-year-old, I wouldn't feel safe. Yeah. Not completely anyway, just because... Yeah. So, yes, that's a very relevant question because it's two different conversations for somebody over 18 because if you think about going to a pub over 18, that's exactly what you're doing anyway. Yeah. But you're an adult and there's some really important conversations to have around safe partying with that too, which we can have later either um, in the next hour or that's a whole nother show. Mm. Um, But in regards to, say, meet-up groups, what you would probably want to do is have one that is specifically for your age group yeah and probably i'm not entirely sure with 15 year olds but you'd probably have some sort of chaperone who's spearheading that meetup group like mm-hmm. say if it was an art one you'd probably have an adult who was leading the drawing and all of the teenagers would be doing the drawing yeah yeah that's- so that's safe but what are some of the other important things you need to start thinking about in regards to your safety when you meet randos in real life? Well, as long as it's, like, in a public setting, like you said, it's, it'll be all right because... And why do you think that is, Olivia? Bianca. Bianca, sorry. <laughs> sorry, Bianca, I was just thinking of the other participant. Sorry, Olivia. Yes, Bianca. Um, well, because safety is one of, like, the main concerns really like you want to be safe when you're meeting new people and you need to yeah you need to be aware of of who you're meeting Mm. and yeah so what are some of the other safety things you could think of say for instance in regards to your identity yeah making sure you're not um sharing really personal information never your address um never really like definitely never your address not your school Mm-hmm. Not really your phone number if it's like you really don't know them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just making sure that you that you are safe and that 
um, that you can't be harmed by this person you don't know. So what would be a way that they could harm you if you weren't smart enough to perhaps think about going to a certain place or something like that? Um, well, really just because as us young women, we aren't as strong as older men. So really, like, we can be taken advantage of, especially on, on the street, like, and... It rarely yeah. happens directly it on the street. Happens, where, would, yeah. where would it happen? Um, In private places rather than yeah. public places. So do you think, obviously, some of the dating apps are a little bit beyond your purview in regards to your yeah, age group yeah. being 15, but do you think it would be a good idea to meet a stranger in a not public place? No, definitely not. Yeah. I don't think, even if I wasn't... A young person, I still don't think, like, especially for the first time, no thanks. It doesn't yeah. matter if you're 40 mm. or 50, you could still meet a rando in a private space and it, it is sort of just putting it out to fate there a little bit. Mm. So um, having said that and having travelled the world as a young woman by myself, one of the most important things I found to do before I went to Europe and ended up in... Um, Tahir Square during the Arab Spring, being shot at by tanks. Um, not that a, um, a martial art would help you against a tank, so I just went on a total tangent there, but martial arts, because you mentioned that men are bigger and stronger. Yeah. But what's great about martial arts? Yeah, well, just martial arts, like Hapkido, just how you can learn self-defence skills, because when you, you know, in rare circumstances, when you find yourself in a really unsafe situation, to be able to get away and to be able to find help is really important. Yeah, and that yeah. skill actually I had to use twice in Europe, unfortunately, right. and it was using the strength of the man against themselves so that I don't know Hapkido, I know Akido, mm. but it's, it sounds like the same concept. So have you learned some Hapkido, have you? Uh, yeah, we did a couple lessons in sport. Yeah. So just sort of like even how even how they teach us self defence in in school situations, I think is really nice mm -hmm. that we can learn um, yeah how to protect ourselves in really bad situations. Yeah, yeah. Well, this is some fantastic conversations, ladies. Well, shall we play some more music and sure. then get back to this conversation again here at Why Cult ID. Hi, welcome back to Why Cult ID with Janelle, Tilly and Bianca. Mm. We are going to go back to talking about socialisation. Over summertime and mm. different ways you can do it. Yes. We wanted to get away from apps or away from screens, mm. but somehow they even seem to facilitate meeting new people these days. We're talking around some of the dangers between meeting people who you've never met before in a non-school environment, I guess. Yeah. Or non-clubs. Yeah. Do you think clubs are a bit safer? Yeah, because you've got... Well, you, you really need the safety of other people around as well, mm. people that you know yeah. um, with you when you're meeting someone you, you haven't met before. And clubs also have to be uh, established and incorporated. Yeah, with adults. Yeah, you know. generally. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I think if you're a proper club, you have to have all sorts of things like ABNs and not-for-profit yeah. and yeah. all these legal things have to be in place. So that's that, and therefore they are responsible for quite a few things, even just um, 
occupational health and safety is important. Mm -hmm. For instance, um, you guys are now honorary members of River FM. I didn't know if you knew that, but we have organised that on your behalf because you're members of Waikolt ID now. And that means if you fall down the steps, you're covered. Simple okay. things like that. Yeah? Why? Yeah. And, okay, here's another thing we can talk about in regards to safety for women and young girls in society. And it is a little bit off track from what we were going to talk about with location stuff. We'll get back to that with mm -hmm. apps. But if you were ever accosted, whether that was at school, accosted, that means harassed mm -hmm. yeah. in a way that you didn't feel comfortable Okay, if somebody said something to you that was suggestive or touched you in a way you didn't like, then it's important for you to know that there are avenues, legal avenues for you to go down that are perfectly okay and they are set up in place to protect both parties, not just the person who's making the claim, but if the claim is deemed to be unreasonable, for instance, because also from... And we, it's hard to use gender-specific terms like men in this regard because it could be anybody across the spectrum mm. of um, gender identity now. So we try not to be too sexist in that regard. But whoever the claimant is, also the person who's being claimed has some rights too because that's a way to be kind of... It's not even bullying. It's... it's um. In my opinion, it's one of the worst things you can do to somebody is make a false application in... Yeah. Um, app, no, mm. accusation in regards to somebody. But back to what I was saying. You would, for instance, I'll use River FM as an example. You would tell somebody, right, and or tell the board, a board member, mm. and then the board will have to have a conversation about that. Um, we might ask for... Um, either the board or a person elected by the board to have a further conversation to, for the validity of that person. And then the other person will then have to be have a discussion with them. And if it's deemed to be very bad, then the police will have to get involved. I'm sure the same has happened at, would happen at school, for instance. Mm, yeah. It's been such a long time I've been at school. Do you know what happens if something like that happens at if school? If something like that happens... I would assume that the same thing would happen, the police and stuff. Mm. But isn't that interesting that I'm asking you that and at your age your school hasn't had that conversation with yeah, you about what no. your rights and responsibilities are mm -hmm. in regards to that? Yeah, what to do in that situation at all. Do you think you know? that you should be told that at your age? I think so, absolutely. Do you know if the older girls, say between 16 and 18, are told that? No, I don't sure. think so. Mm. I don't think so. So that's a major gap in society because with, um, say, screens and stuff, you've obviously been in a situation where you've been told about not to put up naked photos and stuff because what, the, what can happen with that. Mm. Have you been told, if it does happen, what your rights and responsibilities are in regards to getting that person in trouble? Yeah, so we've just, like, talked about it at school with people and then it would be, like saying calling up the lady who came in was like a professional on it good and she would always like say like tell your parents it doesn't matter if it's like it's not embarrassing and stuff it's, yeah it's important well, let's unpack that isn't it interesting that you've had a professional come around and tell you about uh, screen bullying or screen harassment but you haven't had one could tell you what your rights and responsibility are in rl in, real yeah. for, for the people out there that, that, that's uh, real life <laughs> 
in a real life situation. Yeah. Isn't that weird? A bit weird. Mm. Yes. Anyway, so just do know that there are options for you out there. Now, what were we going to talk about with screens and with location? So we're going to talk about how with like meeting up and stuff, how on social medias and stuff, people can often see your location or you can turn it on and stuff. But some people might also not know that they have it on. So the two apps that I'm aware of that can do that are Facebook and you said Snapchat, Snapchat yeah. Bianca. Yes. So do is it really obvious on Snapchat? Yeah, it's very obvious. You can see every person you're friends with location if they decide to turn it on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What are some of the dangers around that? Well, for some people I know, um, you like the people you have on Snapchat, you don't really know too well. You know of them at school and things. But you knowing where they are at all times, essentially, just that idea in general, I don't think is very safe. What about them them. knowing where you are? Well, the good thing is you can have your location off. So that's what I do. But um, in, in situations where you do have your location on and them knowing where you are, especially when you don't know them, it's not very so one of the things that Snapchat has been pinned towards more and more recently, and this is why it's becoming unpopular amongst young people, mm. especially young girls, is that not only is it possible, quite easy, same with Facebook, to make a fake profile, but it's becoming a bit of a platform for lurkers. Yeah. Dare I say pedophiles. So the, the location stuff there is very daunting, isn't it? Yes, Absolutely. Mm. So. Yeah, but it can also be positive. Like, if it's your group of friends, mm-hmm. your close friends, and say you went missing or something, or something happened oh, yeah. to you, it's it's good. It can be like a good thing. So, so the yeah. police could find where mm. your last phone location was. Yeah, and yeah, mm. and you can set your you can set the settings so that it's just you and your close friends. Like Tilly can yeah. see where I am. Yeah. In case, you know, anything bad was to happen to me. And your parents. And, yeah, well, yeah, if they have, an, if they have a Snapchat account. Who does that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Some your parents are snapping with yeah. your parents. <laughs> you never know, though. You never know. Well, one of the things I asked at the very beginning was what are the apps that young people are using these days because we, um, I've heard that Facebook is for 40-plus, you know. Right. <laughs> yeah, so. Oh, yeah. Not necessarily. Yeah. But. Mm-hmm. Necessary. Yeah. <laughs> so, what are some of the other other newer ones? Um. Yeah, there's new apps. Yeah. So you've mentioned Snapchat. What's another? You've and TikTok. TikTok, TikTok yeah. of course, and, and Insta. Instagram, yeah. Instagram. And yeah. don't know of any you others. Twitter. Twitter, yeah. There's a WhatsApp. That's social media, I guess you could say. WhatsApp's getting a bit old now, isn't it? Kind of. Yeah. 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 What was that one? House party. Did House you have party. That? I didn't have that. Oh. And what's that about? Um, pretty similar. You can have, um, you can have, you can, you have your close friends, which is connected to your, like, your phone contacts, Mm -hmm. and then they can, um, you can, you can FaceTime them, and it's just, you can play games, like, online games with your friends. It's pretty, it's pretty good. I remember that was, like, a good thing in COVID and stuff. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And we were doing that. Yeah. Yeah, especially when you can't see, when you're in isolation and lockdown, to be able to FaceTime and see your friends and, and your family, which is really I good. have another one. What do you think about Be Real? 
be real. Yeah, interesting. I think mention that here. Yeah, I think honestly, it's kind of ironic, kind of because people always the whole point the the business plan of the app was like take a photo in a candid situation and it's like you're being real. It's at a mm. random time of the day. Have you heard of Be Real? Uh, I think I only just saw it on the website that I just pointed out to you that has a few of the new apps on it, which we're going to go through in a minute. Um, and it has nothing to do... It's not a subsidiary of Bumblebee or anything. What's that? Bumblebee, yeah, I'm glad you don't know. Bumblebee <laughs> yeah. is a dating app. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so, okay, it's not one of those. No, I don't know about Be no, Real. No. Tell me. It's like you get a notification throughout your day and it's at a random time. Everyone gets it at the same time to take a photo ah. in your proper situation. Yep. And so it's like time to be real and then you take a photo of you. But I feel like every time it goes off, people are like, come pose in my be real. I think I saw yeah. something on a comedy, a television comedy about it and it was kind of like be fake because yeah. people were literally purchasing um, or these days you don't even need to get a, an actual wallpaper mm. in, in RL, real life. <laughs> you could just have a fake digital wallpaper behind oh. you and say, here I am in the Bahama, Bahim, <laughs> Bahamas, Bahamas yeah, you know. Yeah, or, yeah. Um, so that a lot of that sort of stuff goes on too. Yeah. So Maybe. We, we could unpack what that difference between being real and being fake is and what that's doing to young people. Yeah. We were, we've already discussed the body image stuff, which we could go into further on another topic. But what about just being real, what that does for your soul and or your sense of character or inner self-worth, all of that internal stuff? What do you think, Bianca? Um, well, just... Just going back to be real, how how really like the idea was nice that that there could be an honest social media where you could see people in their real moment, because social media has become such a fake place yeah. where you're being fed these images of what you think people are doing all the time and how they're looking all, like how they look all the time. But yeah, just to be able to have a nice a nice social media platform where you can just connect with your friends and you don't have to feel the pressure to be someone else, to look like someone else. I think that's yeah. what I think that's what we need. But can we find that? Well, there's two things on that. There's one that you only ever generally post the great stuff, whether it's real or not, but pictures mm. of yourself yeah. on the beach. Yeah, yeah. And so that can have a negative effect to somebody who's scrolling who mm. might be in their bed really depressed that day thinking everybody else has got a great life which might not 100% be true mm -hmm. but what I was leading towards more was being fake online how does that translate to being fake in real life and is that healthy yeah because you feel like you have to keep up that image because you're happy all the time on social media and then you feel like oh now I'm in real life like I have to yeah. have to be happy all the time have to be Always with my mm. friends, like laughing and yeah, I have to live right. up to everyone's idea of mm. of what they think of me. 
Yeah. Mm. And so if you were having a bad day, um, you could turn up and all of a sudden if you said something negative instead of what might have happened in my day, and it certainly is a massive aspect for middle-aged women where we are very supportive towards each other. We have networks of girlfriends that we can ring up or sometimes male friends ring up and have those conversations about I'm not having a good day today and whereas perhaps hopefully your lives are so great that you don't have to but you can still have those little safety nets of friends who you feel comfortable you can do that with but for some people especially the very fake clicky groups as soon as somebody said something that's a little bit neggy then all of a sudden they're just outed Mm. and that's not healthy, is it? Yeah, have you, like, I've been listening to podcasts like I do all the time and one of the topics they've been talking about was the overuse of the word toxic. Uh Uh-huh. How, like, it's, toxic is, like, it's infectious, it's poisonous. Yeah. It's, like, horrible for you but it's been, like, thrown around where if someone has, like, a bad vibe, it's, like... They're toxic, I'm cutting them off. They're on. a toxic person. Yeah. And, and there is a lot of com, um, posts and the conversations on social media about how important it is to cut toxic people out of your life. But just one bad day does not equal yeah. a toxic person. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's right. So on a very similar level, it's those happy mediums. How far down somebody's scrolling thing do you get to the point before... Um, you start to think that they're what they're saying all the time is negative and therefore they're a toxic toxic person or um, how much in real life do you put up with for you? And also that goes towards your own mental health as well because you could have a friend who's going through a really bad time and by no means am I suggesting that you cut them out mm-hmm. but if it's starting to affect your sense of mental health then... Where is it healthy for you to start making healthy boundaries around that? Yeah. And also seeking help for yourself for helping that other person. Yeah. For instance, if you work in social work, there's Mm. not enough um, of a safety net for a lot of the social workers and aged Mm. care, which is a massive problem, for the workers to be able to find support for Mm. those. And, oh, here's a really um, sad statistic. Uh, ambulance drivers uh, often have a very high suicide rate because they see so much of that terrible stuff in life but they don't have the support networks that they need. But I think it's still relevant for women and young girls, all people going through those formative teenage years, I think it's important. Mm. Do you have safety networks on a professional level? Yeah, at school you definitely do. Like mm-hmm. we just did, I just did a project on PBHPE and it was like all about that sort of like the things that our school has that to help us when we need that yeah can you tell the listeners what PDHD PDH PDHPE what does that stand for personal development health health PDHPE and Uh, practical like um, uh, so the PDH is like the theory and the PE is you know sport is a physical education. Physical education. Ah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, so they've now p- um, paired mental health with phys ed. Yeah, mm-hmm. because there's a strong link between exercise and your mental health. Uh, having good mental health. Yeah, having but, good mental health, yeah. Hmm, I would not have thought that... I would have put psychology 
or something yeah. further into mental health rather than PE. But that's interesting they've chosen to do yeah. that. I never noticed that was a... Like, I just never... Like, that had never occurred to me. That, that it wasn't idea. a thing? That No, because you just... It's just... Like, you go to PDHPE, it's just, like, one of those known things that I never questioned where it's, like, I might have a prac lesson or I might have a theory lesson. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's definitely new to me and we, <laughs> we did not do mental health when we did PE. Yeah. In fact, it was probably the opposite because we just got screamed at a lot and told to run around the oval. Yeah. So, classic. Uh, yeah, classic. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, it's isn't that funny because, like, you, obviously you do know once upon a time they had telephones that had circles and you used to have to put your finger mm. in it. Yeah. Well, yeah. Once, once upon a time they used to have PE where, you know, you didn't get mm-hmm. mental health involved. But I'm glad they're doing that. That's great. I never thought that people never did that. That's great. Yeah. And that's a lot about what this is about. And yeah. here's an interesting thing I saw on a podcast myself. Um, unfortunately, and I'll come back for the listeners with the name of the gentleman involved is um, a very well-known philosopher in regards to mental health and especially mental health around childhood abuse. Mm. And he said that it's very important for um, people to understand that when we're talking about what we were just talking about, jog my memory... (laughs) PE. Yeah, the, yeah, PE and how and how we um, include it with health. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, oh, that's right. Abuse of children, how that is brought into adulthood, but on a very physical level, but you might not be consciously aware of it. Mm. So yeah. that you might have a muscle memory in regards to that trauma mm. and the importance of also not making people who have had that traumatic lifestyle to be considered toxic. They are just people Mm. that have been brought up in a non-normative way. But when they... He also goes into the importance of not defining normative as the perfect lifestyle, Mm. which gets back into that... Goes full circle into regards to our conversation about Facebook and not perceiving beautiful beaches and the perfect lifestyle and look as normative because it can be very dangerous. Yeah. Yes. Hi, welcome back to Why Cult ID with Janelle, Bianca and Tilly. We're going to continue talking about all things communication, especially over the Christmas holidays. We have a few things that we think might be nice to do. So Bianca and I are a part of Bright Lights, which is a little program that you can do during the year, or they also have a holiday program. So if you're interested in this, you can go ahead to brightlightsperformanceschool.com.au and pop in. There's a workshop in the holidays on the Monday 16th of January to Thursday 19th of January. Is that performance theatre performance or what type of performance is it? Yeah, so that's like... Live theatre, yeah. So you do, you could do dancing, singing and acting. Yeah, so graduating students from Lismore TAFE Visual Arts, they have a day on Friday the 2nd of December um, at 6pm and that continues to Friday the 9th. 
Yeah, from Monday to Friday, 10am to 4pm, and Saturday, 10am to 2. It is at the Serpentine Community Gallery on 104 Conway Street, Lismore. Yeah, so we've also got here the Save the Date to Bangalore Films Festival, returning in 2023, and that is in Bangalore across multiple locations from the 12th of January to the 21st. And December 2nd to the 11th, Nick Palmer uh, in Gallery 3 in Byron Bay is having a joint exhibition with Caitlin Riley called Goats, Tigers and a Cockatoo. It is a new collection of oil paintings. Fantastic. Thank you for the community notices there, girls. That's great. We've got more music coming up for you soon and then we'll come back with a a last little rant about what other things that we can do over the holidays to have healthy socialisation that isn't all about screens and getting the young people ready for the end of the year. This is Why Cult ID. Join me, Gwil, for Our Stories, Sundays between 4 and 6, Stories from the Heart of Humanity. Where we explore the potential of us, the human species, and the collective unconscious. There are inner journey conversations and great music. Participate. Participate! FM. This town has always had its share of crazies. 92.9. Ah, a music lover. We are the crazy people. All right, welcome back to Why Cult ID with Janelle, Tilly and Bianca. We are going to say goodbye and wrap up what we've said today on the radio. I hope you guys have all enjoyed and thank you for listening if you've been tuning in. And thank you for and thank you for what a fabulous conversation. I feel like we've really addressed some of the important issues around socialisation in regards to not only your age group but other age groups. We've discussed um, some of the things that younger people can do and actually all ages can do. So one of the young people things was the theatre group that you mentioned. Oh, People of all ages can go and see films, exhibitions. They can go to certain apps and do meetup groups. Some of the meetup groups we talked about were literally called Meetup. What was another one that we came across? We've got Meet Me, which I don't think we quite talked about. Mm-hmm. That was more got... of a social media kind of one. But yeah. there's another one called Hey Vina. That just looks like the normal meetup group, but it's a different type of platform. Yeah. And then what's the next one? We've got, oh, there's just Facebook Local, which we yes. talked about. We did talk about Facebook mm. Local because it's, um, that's one of the ones that you can do the location setting, isn't uh, it? Oh, yeah. Yep. And then the next one? We've got Next Door. Next Door. That mm. seemed a little bit weird, didn't uh, it? It was a bit. 
Yeah, we're a bit unsure about that one, but we discussed a lot of the discussion, the, a lot of the issues around safety in regards to not only social media but meetup apps, mm. especially for your age group, which was really important. Mm. And some of the things that you can do if you do feel as though you're in danger, which yeah. is really important. And then wh what else have we got? We've got Bumble as well. We talked about that. And we've got here is Bumble BFF. Yeah, That's Bumble Best Friends. Best friends forever. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so it so seems to be a subsidiary off the um, dating website, but it's just for friends, which is more relevant for your age group, which hopefully is nice and safe. Yes. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah. Yeah. So don't forget that if you're are uh, not busy at all, and you are a woman or young girl between the ages of twelve and uh, sorry, fourteen and twenty-four, you can. Check out Why Cold ID if you'd like to join. We're looking for new participants. And this is a free training project for women and young girls to addre address the gender disparity in the sound production industry, brought to you by the Art House, River FM and the Department of Communities and Justice. And you'll be able to get training in not only radio, but podcasting and video casting, all sorts of sound editing. Mm. Thank you once again. And I'd like to say thank you to you, Bianca and Tilly. Thanks, Janelle. Thank you. And goodbye for now.